Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And today, uh, we're going to talk about a few things that will make you smile. Everybody likes to smile, right? Okay, so when we look at others, we see their appearance. When God looks at us, he sees our heart and our soul. He sees us completely. You know, whereas we would look at a guy and say, geez, what a nice guy. When in fact, the guy's probably um, an immoral criminal. I don't know if there's a moral criminal, but (laughs) you get my point. Uh, And just the opposite too, what we think is a a bum, vagabond, could be an absolute genius and intellectual, unlike myself. We're all called to be drawn to God, you know, whether you know it or not. Simplistically put, we're all called to be the best versions of ourself. And I have a firm belief, and I know some other people share it, that when we die, uh, in addition to meeting our maker and everything else, we will meet our perfect self. And if that perfect self is not us, well, then there's going to be some purification that's going to be taking place. But again, I don't want to get too deep philosophically. um, um, What is it? Theologically, you know, those, those types of things. But I just thought it was neat today at mass when I when I heard those things that basically is what uh, what what came out a quick story for you and I preface this with the importance of communication you know communications key now I'm I'm banking on the fact that everybody's speaking the same language uh, I happen to speak 13 languages, but the only language that people understand me in is English. (laughs) So, you know, I need to brush up on those 12 other languages. Anyhow, my mother, several years ago, was going on vacation with my dad, and it was to a tropical place, and she had asked my sister... Um, if she wore thongs. And my sister's like, excuse me? And my mother's like, do you wear thongs? And my sister was a bit taken back. She's like, "Um, yeah, I I do. She's like, oh, fantastic. She's like, can I borrow some from you? (laughs) My sister was like kind of cracking up, kind of shocked that her mom's asking to borrow her thongs. But she's like, Mom, you can't just buy some? And my mom's like, well, that's what I was trying to avoid. 
buying them. And my sister's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Because she said she can't be on the same page as me. And my mother's like, I don't know. You know, those, those thongs that you, you walk with, you, you walk in. Um, my sister's like, flip-flops, sandals? She's like, yes, yes, those, those. Do you have any? <laughs> Colleen's like, yes, I have those as well. But just so you know, Ma, thongs are, you know, underwear that basically don't have any seams. They, they go up your, your bum bum. And my mom's like, oh, geez, oh, dear God. You have those? <laughs> then it just got a little bit more uncomfortable. But thank God I wasn't around because I would have made things a lot worse with my sarcasm and my, my wit. So, with that said, you need to know, you know, that you're on the same page. A guy came out of the pool today in the YMCA in the locker room. I was just wrapping up in my shower. I said to him, how'd you make out? He's like, not too good. I said, well, at least you're done. You can start the day. He's like, no, we lost a, you know, a big section of fence. Now, it had been extremely gusty winds last night, and the, the wind was, was really whipping, especially down on the coast where we're located in Rhode Island. So this guy thought I was talking about the storm the previous night, and I played it off, and, you know, we talked about, you know, his fence and, you know, where he lived and everything else, but you know, I, I just noted that, you know, there's, there's st mistakes like this all the time. You know, you're thinking a person's talking about one thing and they're talking about something else. Happens all the time. And it happens, you know, online. It happens offline. Uh, and it's, it's important that, you know, we don't let that um, miscommunication last for very long. Now, mine was very, very benign. You know, it didn't really matter. Um, my sister's on the other hand, I don't know. It was very uncomfortable, uh, but comical nonetheless. Darren Hardy, uh, his, his Darren Daly email today was titled, This is the Very Glue of Life. And he says, I have a little exercise for you today. If you are brave enough. And really what he was talking about was, you know, lack of trust erodes a relationship, whether it's a sexual relationship, whether it's an intimate relationship with someone at work where you work side by side on a project. Um, you know, it can be a relationship with a friend. Uh, it could be a, a distant relationship with a vendor over the phone or whatever have you you know everyone has a trust barrier between them and whatever relationship they have so there could be thousands of trust batter batteries out there for one person you know um, the higher the battery level is, the better, you know. And to make it specific here, trust is a percentage. 
and not a yes or no. Do you trust this person? Yeah, I trust this person. Or, ah, yeah, I trust it. You know, you really don't know with the, the long, yeah. You know what I mean? You, you just have to put a percentage on it. Okay, what is uh, the percentage of trust that you have in this person? Well, 85%. Okay, what's the 15% problem that you have? You know, and that can be documented. So this trust barrier, excuse me, this trust battery reference, um, you know, you can use with workers, family, friends. Generally speaking, it works best in a, uh, a business environment. You know, we're not going to throw the trust battery at my wife because mine will be, you know, maybe 5%. <laughs> you know, not that she doesn't trust me, but she knows that I'm a knucklehead when it comes with the dog and doing things with the dog. And she sometimes says, I can't trust you with the puppy, which, you know, there's some truth to that, but you know, we're going off the, off the rails here. So let me, let me get back on course. Um, question is, where is your trust battery with your workers, your spouse, your boss? Where does that stand? And what's neat was he had a, uh, Darren had a, a worksheet link that you could print out and write people's names at the top and go over the percentage and where they need help positively and negatively, you know. Uh, not so much they need help positively, but the positive things and then what, what the negative things would be what they need to work on. So that was, was pretty uh, insightful, if you will. And... The insight of the day today says, don't stop until you're proud. And then I added, then continue. Because then, you know, some people are going to stop once they're proud. They may even not even start once, you know, once, once things, uh, once the whistle is blown. Because they may say, I'm proud now. Or I've reached my goal, I'm proud, and I'm going to stop. We don't want them to stop. We want them to continue and keep getting better and better. Uh, and, and that's the thing about reaching goals. They're no more difficult than going the opposite way, quite frankly. Um, and they have a less effect on you um, emotionally. In the, in, the, in the negative sense. So take that as you will. And then Matthew Kelly today um, had a nice little video, but the one phrase that I took from it was, focus on the vital few than the trivial many. I do so many trivial things when I have a work obligation that can generate me lots of money that I kind of do later. That needs to be done first. The vital few things that we have do first, first thing in the morning, and keep at them. And then you can squeak out all the, the trivial many it's hard to do because those little trivial many are like little gnats. 
you know, that are flying around your neck and your head. Not really hurting you, but they're just a pain in the neck. No pun intended. So, think that over. Vital few over the trivial many. And this one I really liked. Um, Dr. Brian Schutz. When the wind, when the winds of change blow, so people, some people build walls and others build windmills. It was a Chinese proverb, so it says. I don't really know if it was or not, but anyhow, when the winds of change blow, some people build walls and others build windmills. Now, I'm not saying one over the other is is right or wrong, but there's a contrast there. You know, some folks are saying, listen, it's friggin' windy. And I apologize for my language right there. That was a bad word. F-R-I-G-G-I-N. Not good. Um, but anyhow, getting back to my point. You know, somebody says it's windy out here. You know what I mean? They're changing. It's gusting right at us. Let's build up a wall to block the wind. Pretty good. And another person comes up with the idea of, you know what? We can generate some power with this wind. Let's build a windmill. Another good idea. So think about that. The winds of change, because they are coming. It's just a matter of when. But we all know that winter comes after fall. And before spring. And summer uh, is between fall and spring. I know this is basic stuff. I'm struggling with it right now. But the point is, you know, it might be a mild winter or it might be a uh, very cold, snowy winter. But all in all, based on your temperament, based on your location in the world, you know what you're going to get for the most part. And that's kind of how life is, you know. Now, you may throw the, the book at me and say, what about this pandemic? Well, quite frankly, definitely for me, I, I have not skipped a beat. I was fired in October of 19 just getting my online business started in December. Um, you know, the pandemic broke out in March of 2020. You know what I mean? I was just plugging away online, uh, going to the store and going to all these different places. You know, I chucked down a mask probably, I think it was in May. You know, I went, I remember going grocery shopping April 1st. Nobody was wearing masks. I shouldn't say that. There was a few. But, but mask wearing was a minority then until it became somewhat of a, a mandate. So, you know, take that into um, consideration when you're, you're thinking about things are really bad. 
because, you know, we're not getting drafted to go into the war. Uh, you know, we're not homeless and starving for our next meal. Um, and if some of you are that are listening to this, number one, get in touch with me directly. I will get you a meal and I will help you as best I can. But the real crux of it is the only people that can help us are ourselves. You know, you can have a, a great mentor, but that mentor can only do so much. She or he can't do the lifting for you. It has to be done by us. And I think that's where some of us, including myself, um, get a little bit hoodwinked. Okay, I signed up for a program. It's got 100, you know, it's got 24-7 uh, customer support. Well, okay, that's great, but you still have to do whatever you're doing, whether it's building a program, a website, you know, whatever have you. There's, there's steps involved. And finally, accountability. Accountability lies with us. Yes, I was fired. And now I move on from that. Well, these, they did this to you, they did that. You know what I mean? They didn't say, you know, anything up until that. You know, and again, yeah, I could, I could load, you know, throw 50 excuses as to why I should not have been uh, terminated. But, you know, what's that going to do? And people are upset that I didn't get back into the insurance business. Well, I think that ship had sailed. And God has a different plan for me, except that I need to work at that plan. You know, it's like, yeah, I bought him a brand new car. You just have to put it together. And that's not my cup of tea at all. I hate raking the leaves, for crying out loud. <laughs> so... I will leave you all with that. I will check in with you, Lord willing, tomorrow. And until then, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.